The Corporate Climb is a business and culture podcast that focuses on the experiences of minority women climbing up the corporate ladder. It is not intended to discriminate against those who are not considered minorities. However, it is intended to bring awareness to the workplace and, well, you. So when they come knocking trying to find me, I tell them all. You know the story, amateurs turn winners. What's up, everyone? Happy Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. It's your girl, D, and my co-host, Sparky. That's right, that's right. And together we bring to you the, the Corporate, Corporate Climb, Climb Show, Show, airing every Tuesday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major podcast platforms. Yes. I'm talking Spotify, yes. Amazon Music, yes. we're now on Audible, mm-hmm. you name it. We're probably on it. Mm-hmm. And if we're not on it, shoot me an email at thecorporateclimb at gmail.com. And let me know. Yes, let us know. And we'll get back to you and we'll try and get on your favorite podcast platform. We're going to get into some music, very appropriate music for the times we live in today. Here's Edwin Starr with War. Sing it again, yo. Come on. Huh. Yeah. Come on, Sparks. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Sing it again. Come on now. <laughs> Edwin Starr with war. But you guys, in all seriousness, what's going on right now between Russia uh, so and the Ukraine is, is very, very sad. I know for many of you listening, maybe it hits home. And if it doesn't hit home directly, you may know someone that it impacts directly or it impacts their family or friends or neighbors or coworkers. Regardless, it's a very sad time for the world, sure not is. just the Ukraine. It's a sad time for the world. Every single day people are dying on both sides, Russia and the Ukraine. You have to let's 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 honestly let's take a moment right now to just reflect that there's Ukrainians and Russians dying because a lot of people in Russia, listen, some people are products of their own environment and are 
forced to join the military. Yeah. You know, that's all they know or, you know, whatever it may be. I, I, I don't know how that side of the world operates to speak on it too much. But I do know that on both sides, there are innocent lives being lost every day so from the, the men and women who are a part of the military forces, the armed forces, to innocent children who are just getting caught up in uh, malicious attacks, to uh, you know mothers and and grandmothers and grandparents and and and, and elderly and, and and others who are just trying to get across the border to Poland and not making it. You guys, it's freezing cold. Yeah, it's freezing cold uh, uh, in the Ukraine, in Poland, in Russia. It's freezing. You know, below freezing temperatures, people are dying trying to survive people are dying trying, trying to, to survive. survive yes it's so sad if you haven't turned on the news it it's just sad so please just be mindful you know just you know ask ask your coworkers if they're okay because you never know if it's impacting them whether we're in the ukraine or, or not you don't know if they know somebody or if they know somebody who knows somebody who's going through and it's weighing on them so just reach out call a friend Say hello. I was just thinking about you because obviously life is too short overnight. I mean, yeah. overnight, this is just this is just chaos. So I just want to send my um, condolences and just my thoughts and prayers, my condolences to the, the those who have lost their lives, and their families and their friends and their loved ones. And just my thoughts and prayers are extended uh, to the other side of the world in Salmon, New Jersey. So to the other side of the world who are going through some catastrophic times, um, you know, may God be with you. May God be with you. Peace be with you. Love be with you. And, uh, you know, God bless uh God bless your, your countries, and God bless the world, not just America. May God bless the world. That was a great way to end that, that part of the show, Sparks. I know we had our board meeting uh, last night for HRMA at Princeton, and we were trying to figure out ways to just give back and, and help out w- w- with what's going on in the world. And, you know, I'm excited. We're, we're getting ready to uh, do maybe uh, donate and do, or do a fundraiser and or both. Um, but I'm just excited that I, I work with a, a group of people. You know, we volunteer our time at HRMA and Garden State Council of Sharon, which are two of our, our partners. The other partner is Soul Hire. So shout out to shout out to you and shout out to all of our partners. But you know, we volunteer our time. So we work and then we volunteer our time for free to give back to the profession that has given so much to us. So we're you now we're on our board meeting and you know we're just talking about ways to help. And I'm just so thankful that I work with people who care about people. It, it just it just makes the corporate climb so much more meaningful. I get to work with amazing, wonderful people, uh, you know, all the time in my in my Monday through Friday nine to five work. And then outside of that, I still have this great HR network that I tap into where I get to work with more great people. That leads me to this. If you're an HR professional and you're looking to expand your HR network, you're looking to learn and grow as an HR professional. I encourage you to join your local Sharem chapter. Get involved. Get involved. Go on the Sharon website. You there's there's a, a link in there that will get you linked in and connected to chapters in your area, chapters in your state, and then as chapters that are so local to you that you could probably take 10 minutes to get to a meeting. And now everyone's remote, so you can get to a meeting virtually. I am a part of HRMA of Princeton. I've been a member of HRMA Princeton. Um, for many, many years, uh, they've they've watched me grow up in my HR uh, career. Actually, it's it's rather funny when I think back to it. Um, you know, two years ago, I joined Garden State Council of Sharon, which is the state chapter, and I sit on both boards now. And it's just been fantastic. I, you know, I am probably sitting at my job, the job I have today, because of the connections I made at my 
local chapter. Believe it or not, if I really think back to how I got to where I am today with my current job, it's because of people like Heather, who, you know, got me in contact with someone like Nick, who got me in contact with someone like, you know, and the story just continues. I'm not joking. It works something just like that. And if it was not for my local HR MA group, I probably would not be sitting um, in the senior HR director chair that I am today, Monday through Friday, nine to five. So it's, it's funny how things work. So again, I encourage you to join your local chapter, get involved. It's not, it, listen, it, 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 it takes little to no time from you and it gives you back so much more. I promise you, as long as you just put in a little work, it'll give you back so much more and you will also gain a friend or two along the way or a mentor or a coach, maybe both. I've gained a mentor, a coach, a friend, another friend, someone I can call to in a crisis. And it's just, it's just fantastic. So I encourage you to get involved and join your local chapter. You got to join the local chapter, but D, you got to tell the people kind of a little bit more of how you got your job at a high level, because it's important that people really understand just how important the network really works. Cause you mentioned Heather uh-huh. and you mentioned Nick. Yeah. But you got to tell them a little bit about the Lisas and the Marys of the world, right? Because mm-hmm. that's all. Shout out to Ajalon, correct? If yeah. I if you if I'm remembering the story correctly. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, shout out to Ajalon. Uh, Ajalon A J I L O N is a placement agency, a recruitment firm. Any type of recruiting that you're looking for, Ajalon can do it for you. Uh, the people are great. The recruiters are not just like, you know, you, you do some recruitment agencies and you feel like they're, they're salespeople because at the end of the day, they, they do have quotas. It's a job. Yeah. But the Agilon doesn't make you feel like that. Every recruiter that I've dealt with on at Agilon has been truly vested in their brand and the, their, their client, which is the company that they're looking to recruit. They get to know the culture. And, you know, they've been honest. Anytime I've had an experience with them, whether that was them working or working for me as far as the organization and I, they had a contract with the company I was working for, or I was, you know, trying to be placed and they were helping me. Um, I never felt like a sales pitch or a, like a sale, if that makes sense. Um, in any case, yeah, uh, so I met Heather uh, a long time ago. It, gosh, it was well over – she'd have to confirm this, but it might be a little over six years ago. Uh, maybe seven, eight, uh, uh, yeah, a long time ago, it feels like at least, um, at an HR meeting, an HR main meeting of Princeton, the, the Sharon group that I'm a part of. I met Heather and, um, yeah, we just connected and, you know, we, we were never besties. Well, you know, we just connected as a professional to professional, peer to peer. Um, and I was working in the city and we had went through a merger and acquisition and I lost my job. And that's what HR groups are there for, right? They're they're there to not only help you learn and grow and keep you up to date and expand your network, but, you know, in times where you're in transition, as we like to call it, you know, you're looking for your next opportunity. These people help you. You know, these are these are your this is your circle. You know, they may have an open position at their jobs and, and you're like the first to know about it. And when you have these relationships with them, they get to know you as a person and as a professional and they can see your skills, you know, so. They, yeah, they're going to ask for your resume, but you have a direct referral in if, if they like you. And so, um, you know, Heather, you know, I guess she thought I was uh, worth referring to her agency. Um, so she was like, you know, work with Nick. Um, he's a recruiter here. And um, Nick helped me uh, get some. He connected me to Lisa. 
who was a recruiter out in New York because I was looking to get a job out in New York and Nick was running out in the Princeton office. And then Lisa actually within like a week of, you know, me losing my, my position through an acquisition, she got me an interview out down in Wall Street and we stayed in contact and I ended up staying exactly where I was. I, I got my job back at the, in a different capacity, but in the same organization. And, um, you know, we stayed in contact and then when I was looking to leave that, that organization after a few years had went by, I had stayed in contact with Lisa and then she connected me to Mary and then Mary got me the position that I'm in today. So that just goes to show you how, you know, your network really can connect the dots for you, whether it's directly or indirectly. Now I'm sure six, seven years ago, Heather and Mary may or may not have known each other. But I can tell you one thing, even if they knew each other, they had no idea that six to eight years later, whatever the time frame may have been, that Mary would be the recruiter, all because my initial contact with Heather through HRMA, that would get me in a position to be the senior HR director at my company at 33 years old. <laughs> wow. It's funny because they always say everything for a reason and all the stars align. You know, all the stars align at some point in time and it may not make sense to you in that moment, but you better believe years later or days later or weeks later when you look back and, and really just take a moment to yourself and reflect, it'll be like, oh, now it makes sense. D, you brought up some, you brought up a few interesting points in that. So I just want to mm -hmm. break this down for the people, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Good. So the first question I have is, it's clear that HRMA of Princeton has added a lot of value to your corporate climb. Mm -hmm. Tons of value. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just literally said, basically, if it wasn't for your connection with Heather at HRMA of Princeton, that there is a strong possibility possibility and probability that you would not be at your job today and today at point two at 33 years old you're the senior hr director mm -hmm. and i don't know if the people know this so i'm just going to share this so take steer your thunder a little bit you that at your job that means you're heading the hr department yes and at 33 years old this is the second time that you run an hr department right mm -hmm. the last the last time and the first time you ran an hr department you assisted them with driving them you acted as a change agent and pushed them to and towards an acquisition correct is that correct I mean, I'm just, is that that's correct just validate that for the people that's valid um that's correct so you know about 28 29 years old i got an opportunity to have my first i like to call it seat at the table i was the by title head of human resources and administration for an it service provider in new york city um, i had a really nice office uh in midtown manhattan uh outside of my office you could see where they uh the, the ball was where it drops for new year's eve so if you look to if i like was looking um uh, I don't know, maybe southbound, right? If my directions are, directionals are right and I look left, you can see that little ball. Um, and, you know, it, it was like the perfect view. Uh, I'm just trying to paint you guys a picture. It was, a, it was an awesome opportunity and it was very a very fortunate opportunity. I, ha I had the, uh, the privilege and it was a true privilege to work for an amazing CEO at the time. Um, it was an honor. And, uh, you know, I always say if I, if I get ever the opportunity to have a, half of the chance to work for such a fierce leader, um, such a force, I would be um, 
it, it would just be lucky and, and blessed at that point because I, I I don't know they don't they don't make too many CEOs like that. But anyway, I remember um, I, I get this opportunity. Um, twenty eight, twenty nine years old. Uh, every Monday morning, we had our our executive. Uh, we call them our your leadership meetings. Our executive leadership team executive leadership team meetings uh and every monday morning 8 a.m i would catch that bus with so much pride i'd go in there and we'd go over numbers and billables and you know risk and all this stuff and strategy and it, it was awesome so we do that and then you know i'd go to work and my day consisted of anything from benefits administration to you know, we, I had to design performance reviews because they didn't have a proper performance review set up. So I had to do a lot of that um, to just dealing with, you know, people going out on leave of absences to, um, you know, maybe some employee relations, some conflicts along the way. Uh, I also did a lot of event planning. I worked with marketing, so I did a lot of that. I was also the EA to the CEO. So that came with its own hat, if you will. Um, you know, there was payroll that came along with that. Uh, you did a lot of payroll assistance and obviously onboarding and offboarding and working with legal. Um, so, you know, it was a, a multifaceted role. Um, and I got all of that experience in New York City. And I'm a Jersey girl. So, you know, Jersey's fast, but New York City is, is faster. And I, I had to pick up real quick. And, um, you know, then that was during the day and then by night when all the employees left you know i knew we were we were preparing for an acquisition who was acquiring us we didn't know yet but we we had a data room a war room as we called it and you know when the employees left i'd be working with the finance team and our attorneys and and getting that prepared and you know I, i'd have requests and i'd have to you know prepare spreadsheets and and find documentation and put it all nicely and organized in, in a in a form that was easy to read and, uh, you know, until, until we had a bite and we finally had a bite and knowing we had a bite for about, I don't know, two, three months before it was announced and keeping that poker face, um, and keeping the, the culture alive and the employees engaged and happy knowing that, you know, and, and T minus how many days ahead or how many months ahead that lives were going to change and compensation plans were going to change. Um, you know, but I loved it. I loved every part of it. I, I, I love every, I loved everything that came with that opportunity. Um, when I had left that role because of the acquisition, you know, typically in acquisitions, for those of you who haven't gone through them, and even those of you who have, you know, the experience is this, you know, companies acquire a company, they buy the company, and they already typically have several positions in place. They have their, their executive team in place. So, and they have their marketing team in place. They have their, their operations and administration team in place. So a lot of times the first group of people to lose their jobs in these situations are human resources, marketing, um, finance, because they're, they're redundant jobs. They're just, they're duplicate jobs. So the company that acquired us already had a head of HR. Um, they had a, they had a CHRO, um, and then they had a director of HR. Um, so me, I was like a, a redundancy on a redundancy. And then, um, you know, I ended up taking a contract with them. Then they brought me back full time, but as a, as a, a, a specialist in two areas for recruitment and learning and development, which I really enjoyed for a while. It was nice not to have so much pressure on me to make strategic decisions and decisions that impacted business. So for a while, it was a breath of fresh air, but ultimately I, I like having a seat at the table and I like hearing, having, having my ear to the ground um, and then bringing that, that feedback back to the table. And, 
and making some magic happen for the employees as, as much as I can, as long as it makes business sense. Um, you know, and I love just, I love doing that. And I just, I just love it. I love watching the magic happen. It gives me so much joy. So, um, yeah, ultimately I got back to business and back to what I love to do. Definitely more of a strategist than a tactical HR person. And, um, you know, but I can still do some tactical stuff, no problem, but I'm a strategist at the, at the heart of all hearts. And, um, yeah, so I had called Agilon, uh, my rep at Agilon and they were like, listen, um, I'm in this in this department now. I'm going to connect you with this person. And then I got in contact with Mary and Mary, you know, said, hey, I have this, you know, great tech job. And I was in tech. So I, I figured, OK, cool. And then when I got on the phone, turned out it was tech, but not really tech. And somehow I ended up in the cement and concrete industry. <laughs> and that's a long story short. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, just to just to stop rambling, you know, connections matter. I would have never even been able to have this job had I not met Heather, who allowed me to connect with Nick, who then Nick put me in contact with his recruiter friends who I stayed in contact with, who got me uh, some opportunities when I went through the acquisition, who said, let's stay in contact. Since I had picked up another opportunity, I went back to my employer. I stayed in contact, never burn a bridge at all. I don't burn bridges. Um, thank goodness I didn't because when I was ready to leave my employer, you know, I was passively looking, you know, I, I still was on good terms with, with my employer at the time and they connected me to Mary and, 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 and there's a story right there in a nutshell. And I, you know, I, I, um, I couldn't have been happier. It was, it was the best decision ever. So yeah, your, your network matters, um, for sure. Your network matters for sure. That is quite the story. Um, quite the story. You know, it's, it's funny cause your network matters, but if we really want to be, uh, digging at it, your mother matters too, right? Because <laughs> Your mother is the vice president of HRMA, right? So she got yeah. you involved in in the chapter. You want to validate that for us? <laughs> yeah, no, I can validate that. But at the time, I actually can't recall that many years ago she was the the vice president of HRMA. I don't think she was when I joined. Um, just just to for the record, I I was not a silver spoon child. My mom would make recommendations. Typically, in my younger years, I would not take them. Because um, I was, uh, <laughs> you don't uh, take them now. Hard, I was, uh, uh, what do they call, uh, <laughs> hard headed. Hard headed. Hard headed. You hard headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard headed. Um, thank you. Uh, so I was a hard headed kid, um, and, and a young adult, and, and you know, uh, even up until very recently. And, <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> she would make recommendations, and sometimes I would, and sometimes I wouldn't take them. And, uh, you know, she just said, listen, if you're really serious about this HR uh, profession, because she's always been in HR, um, I didn't think I was going to ever get into HR. I, HR, I, HR, I, I fell into HR. I always say it, it came to me. I never came to it. She's like, if you're serious about HR, I recommend you join a, a network. And so she's like, I'm a part of this network. Here's some information. You have a car. If you want to meet me here, fine. If not, that's your business. And that's pretty much how it went. She didn't drive me to my first meeting. I don't know if me and my mom have ever driven together to a meeting, to be quite really? honest with you. She's always just like, um, and well, now I have all the, the the agendas. But in the beginning, it was just like, hey, listen, if you want to come, here's the information. Meet me at the Hyatt. Um, and, and that's typically where we had our in-person meetings before COVID in, in Princeton. Um, but yeah, it was really, she always left it like, listen, your life is up to you. I'm going to make recommendations, um, you know, but it's up to you. Uh, and, and that's it. You know, I, I can tell you right off the bat, I think in my in my corporate climb, quite honestly, I think my mom has connected me to one job opportunity, like one. Um, one, it was a referral. I, I had an interview and 
I tell you how much of a silver spoon I don't have. Um, I did not get the job. (laughs) And I'm I'm telling you, I did not get the job. And my mom knew the interviewer very well. He was like the executive chair at this person, at this job. And I did not get the job. So, you know, there's that. Um, I was pretty, I was pretty pissed about it because i'm like uh, do you know my mom is like you know uh, and but uh, that just goes to show you tough love you know like no my mom was always just like listen i'm gonna make recommendations but your your corporate climb is your corporate climb and your life's journey is your life's journey and um and that and that's it but yeah you know back to back to what you said sparks yeah i can definitely um say that my mom introduced me to hrma and then you know hrma introduced me to several opportunities that i've i've had thus far in my corporate climb and including this uh this kind of kicking the kicking the you know what to uh to launch this podcast so mm-hmm. again that's exactly why it's so important to have an HR network. For you sure. never know where it's going to take you. Look at this. We're 17 episodes in. 17 episodes in, and it's because HRMA, your mother, and your hustle, and your hustle. You've been talking about this podcast for two plus years. Yeah. And you know what, though? T- tell the people why. You got to tell the people exactly why you've been pushing this podcast because there's a story behind this. Tell the people. It's, tell another, the people a, it's another HRMA story. I swear to you. So we have uh, cha- we have the chapter, the local chapters, and we all have like, um, you know, uh, we're co-chairs, right? So and, and chairs. So I'm the chair of the DNI chapter. And I'm like sitting here when I got appointed to it. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know how to run a chapter. I don't, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to contribute to a board. I'm like, come, I don't know. And I'm like, well, um, you know what? You know what I think would be kind of cool? That's never been done before. Cause I'm like a never do something that's never been done before kind of person. I'm like, I want to not just do DNI at a local level i want to reach the masses and i want to incorporate my hr passion my business passion from my passion for music right and entertainment and like i'm gonna like just let my worlds collide all while satisfying my requirements as the chair of dni and it's fantastic because now i have this podcast where it's like listen man i get to like talk about business and climbing up a corporate ladder as a minority woman and the things that I go to and and go and are going through and have gone through and hopefully bring some guests on the show so you guys don't have to hear me talk every episode and they can share their stories and somebody can learn something that allows their climb to you know I can just like pass the baton and you can take it and keep climbing and it could be like a domino effect right like and it, I just see this being so big and I, I'm speaking that into existence I'm manifesting because I, I just want this to grow and blow up everyone. Like, I just want this podcast to influence young, emerging, middle career emerging, maybe people that are like ready to retire but not done yet. I want it to influence and motivate them to keep going. And then even people who are retired. I don't know. Just give them something to listen to. I don't know. I want it to be that business podcast that just like blends business and culture and just allows us all to connect and vibe and just like, you know, influence one another, connect one another. Yeah, that that's that's the goal. And that's all because I was trying to figure out a way to satisfy my 
my my chair requirement to sit on the board for HRMA of Princeton. So there you go. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they're proud of me. Hell, I'm proud of me. So 17 episodes in. Let's get into it. Nas featuring Amy Winehouse, Cherry Wine. love it such a good vibe such a good vibe and you know i'm all about the good vibes just remember that life is good please remember that life is good if you're alive if you're listening to this podcast if you have the ability to listen to this podcast then life is good i love it i love the message in that song nas featuring the late amy winehouse cherry wine that song was nominated for a grammy for best melodic rap performance yes Amy Winehouse, may you rest in peace, baby. Let's just break these lyrics down because you know I got to do what I do best and there's always a reason for the madness here on the Corporate Climb Show. Nas says this in his song. Well, Amy Winehouse says this in her part of the song. Where is he? The man who was just like me. I heard he was hiding somewhere I can't see. Where is he? The man who was just like me. Heard he was hiding somewhere I can't see, and I'm alone, and I realize that when I get home, I want to go through my red and cherry. Yes, I'm alone, and I realize when I get home, I want to go through my red and my cherry. I want someone who like the champagne I like. May I like someone to talk me off of the bridge any day or night. She teach me how to live. She ain't afraid of life. Not easily impressed with the rich and famous life. Cause she done been there and heard all the rumors before. She love or she ride out with me on my music tour. She love the herbs, natural medicine. She's cooking good. She tell me everything is cool when it ain't looking good. For real, the world's so ill. Yo, I want a girl so real. Who not after material wealth, but get dough still. Or maybe an educator, a lady with etiquette. Who can be from out the hood or even work for the president. As long as there's no selfishness, yes, as long as her love for the people is deep-rooted and evident, you can easily be recruited. You're heaven sent. 
Your smile puts me at ease. You're the woman I need. But where is she? Obviously, that last part was quoted by Nas. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but I did tell you it was a Nas featuring Amy Winehouse song, so you could have broke that down yourself. The reason I broke those lyrics down and I played that record is because it leads us into next week's episode where we're going to talk about the X Factor. Yes, the X Factor. We're going to talk about how your external relationships, right, your exes, your current situationships, right? Your friendships, anything external that's not internal. When I say internal, I'm referring to your workplace, how anything outside of your workplace when it comes to relations, how all that impacts your work relationships with your colleagues, your peers, superiors, subordinates, your performance, how all of that truly will impact your bottom line, which is your bag, right? It all matters. So we are going to talk about next week the X factor, the external factors that influence your internal productivity. All that we are going to get to next week on The Corporate Climb. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have an amazing rest of your work week and week in general. Enjoy. It looks like we're in Jersey. It looks like spring is a spring is a near. So enjoy it. Stay safe. And we'll see you next week at 730 a.m. on all major podcast platforms. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. Check our website out at www.thecorporateclimbshow.com. Until next week, take care. Sparky, take us out of here. Hey everyone, it's me, Sparky. Thanks for joining us today on The Corporate Climb. If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at The Corp Climb. See ya!